coming up on this episode of Nintendo Cartridge Society, an in-depth review of Pokemon Let's Go Eevee, but not Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu. It's dangerous to go alone, so the Nintendo Cartridge Society goes with you. Welcome to Nintendo Cartridge Society. My name is Patrick Ellers. I am joined, as I always am, by my co-host, Mark Mitchell. Mark, how's it going? It's going great, Patrick. Happy Thanksgiving. And a happy Thanksgiving to you, not Mark, but our listeners, but also to Mark. <laughs> uh, we, we are also joined sort of in the studio, which is also my house, which is also my kitchen, uh, by uh, my girlfriend, Sarah, who is making a soup at, at the moment. So if you hear any chopping or boiling or sizzling, um, that's what that is. Yeah, I mean, basically what we're saying is put this on in the background, uh-huh. and it's like you're having Thanksgiving with us. See, here's here's my objection to that. Or I guess not like Thanksgiving itself, but y- you're sharing the meal prep time with us. That's right. But there's probably meal prep happening where you are right now. So sure. You're, you're going to be hearing double meal prep, which is a lot. <laughs> And I apologize. Yeah, well, definitely put on headphones. Shut out your loved ones. There you go. And spend some time with us. Um, there, just the, the thought of hearing like two different meal preps at one time. There is a possibly apocryphal story of uh, Mahler, Gustav Mahler, the composer, uh, walking around a street fair with his friends. And there's like, uh, you know, a, a little like three piece band playing over here and like a, a small string orchestra playing over here. And they're playing totally different things. And he, pompous jerk that he is, uh, stops his friend and is like, do you hear, do you hear this? That's polyphony. Because it's multiple musics happening at one time. But what a jerk, right? <laughs> yeah, it sounds no fun to be a, r- a friend of Mahler. No one wants to be a friend of Mahler. Look, if you want to not be a friend of Mahler and instead be a friend of Sonic the Hedgehog, you can try to do that by borrowing my copy of Sonic Forces. All you have to do, Mark, what do you have to do? Send an email to us. At Nintendo Cartridge Society at, at gmail.com. gmail.com. With your mailing address, you will go on a list of other people who want to borrow Patrick's copy of Sonic Forces. And when it's your turn, Patrick will mail his copy of Sonic Forces to you and include return postage. That's right. I take care of the whole thing. Literally, all you need to do is exist and drop it back off in a mailbox. It doesn't make any sense, but it works. Well, what do you mean it doesn't make any sense? Well, I mean... Like, what, what, mo- what's motivating me to do right, this? It's a copy of Sonic Forces that you have now paid for many times over. Oh, to be shipped out across the country uh-huh. and, and back? To again share again. the joy of Sonic Forces. Now, you know, you talked me into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's, it's, uh, it's a good idea. No one's arguing that's not a good idea. The last time it came back to us, there was some writing on it. The, the game itself, the, like the package, had, had some writing on it. I'm hoping that future borrowers will continue to deface this thing until it is no longer recognizable. Yeah. Well, we don't want to know what we're mailing back and forth. That's right. Well, I should know. <laughs> they ask me. They say, are there any explosives in here? And I always confidently say no. But I guess I don't know. I don't know what people are doing to this thing. We can assume, I can gentle assurance that the copy of Sonic Forces that you borrow will not explode in your house. Um, all right, Mark, should we get into our big topic of the week. Yeah, I'm excited to talk about it. We got to talk about Pokemon Let's Go 
Eevee. First question, of course, Mark, why Eevee? Oh, okay. Even on this show, I yes. went I went on the record saying that, oh, I'm probably going to end up pe- getting Pikachu. I like Pikachu. I think he's cute. Um, he's the consensus choice. Right. And the choice of a new generation. Yes. He's the Pepsi. Of- <laughs> a Pokemon. Right. That's right. Here's the thing. Mm. This was an opportunity to, for me to break out of my shell, grow as a person. Sure. This is you challenging <laughs> the paradigm. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> is picking the Eevee instead of the Pikachu. So that, w- that was really it. You were, yeah, you were that was really trying it. to go and like a little bit against your uh, more baser instincts. Right, exactly. Because, yeah. of you know, of course I was going to pick Pikachu. So why not pick Eevee when the material difference is basically done? Right, right. Which is not actually true because you are, or I am, very attached to my Eevee. Yes. Well, and uh, there are other Pokemon that are exclusive to the versions of uh, of this game, right? Yeah, that's right. There are some that do not appear in Eevee that, uh, and others that do not appear in Pikachu. Ironically, you can get a Pikachu in Eevee and vice versa, vice versa, and you can get all of the other starters in both versions. Uh-huh. The game kind of like knows what you want and offers it to you. Which I'm totally on board with. Here's the thing. This is maybe the best Pokemon game I've ever played. Whoa! Because we, uh, I think we both like Sun and Moon. Yeah. And that was the most recent one we played. Um, before this, this game resolves a lot of my problems with sun and moon or like the aspects that i didn't find very fun in sun and moon or pokemon in general sure so uh, what what aspects are there so let's let's start there okay so i didn't get i didn't pick up this game sure um i would say that well neither of us are big pokemon guys that you are probably a bigger pokemon fan than i would we say that that is fair sure um and a part of the reason that i'm like yeah i don't necessarily need pokemon in my life all the time is because there's a lot of, you know, probability that you have to, like, wade through. There's a lot of just grinding stuff. And there's a lot of just optimization of, you know, who your Pokemon are and what they do. And also, when we were playing a little bit this weekend, I, we had to look up the type weaknesses, type vulnerabilities um, over and over again. Because I, I, don't, I, don't I don't know offhand. What's, what is, what's weak against lightning? Well, I mean, yeah, we can take like a guess. Yeah. And that is completely fair. Um, And maybe a good caveat to put up front is that like, I am definitely by no means a Pokemon expert. I just don't care. Like, I don't care about the weaknesses. That's not why I'm like playing the game. I, at no point in any Pokemon game, have I ever uh, tried to capture them all or tried to do any of the post-game content. Like, I just do not care. Right, you're there for whatever the like main like experience is. I, I'm not going to say like the story because the story's kind of weak, right? It, right. It's it just you're you're trying to be the very best. I mean, Pokemon, the, yeah, and that's why Pokemon Let's Go works so well for me because it's the elements that I enjoy of Pokemon brought to the forefront, and the stuff I don't care about, mm-hmm. I'm just totally ignoring. And the game doesn't even try to bring to my attention. Okay, so what uh, what do you think that is that the that you are able to ignore 
Well, for, first of all, what, what, how do you think this game fixes um, some of the, the problems that you have with Pokemon? And then what are you able to ignore in this game so that like, you still don't like? No random battles. Yeah. I love it. So you can see the Pokemon on... You can see them climbing around in the tall grass. Uh-huh. Um, and you can just say, nope, I don't need another Caterpie. And you can just move on. And it just speeds the whole game up because, yeah, you could run away from um like encounters you didn't mm-hmm. want to participate in in previous games but it takes a long time to load into an encounter say i want to leave and then try to flee and then sometimes fail for a round and then your pokemon takes a little bit of a beating and then eventually you do leave and you can there are still times where i like uh get into encounters that i didn't necessarily want to yeah in pokemon let's go because either i didn't see a pokemon or one like darted towards me really quickly but um, well, that, and that that's true in all like turn-based RPGs where like you can see the enemies on the map. You can't avoid everything mm-hmm. even if you're trying to avoid everything. So that that's a huge one for me. The second big one is I am really enjoying the catching mechanic that they kind of like took from Pokemon Go Go the mobile game where instead of having to battle in a wild encounter and then whittle the wild Pokemon's health down before you try to capture it with a Pokeball, they cut out all of that. And now you're just basically tossing Pokeballs at the enemy or the wild Pokemon. Yeah. And then eventually you're able to capture them with enough perseverance. Though occasionally they will run away. Um, yeah, that is, that is definitely something that I think the normal series, it just like the, the practice of like trying to whittle a Pokemon down to a very specific sliver of health without going too far and killing them um, is so like reverse of how the rest of combat in that game works, where it's like, these should be two separate activities. Yeah, I just never found it fun. Yeah. Um, if, but for so long, it's just like the way the that it was. Yeah. Uh, and there's still, because there was something fun about the random encounter where uh, you enter a, a battle and it's, a Pokemon you need or want or you haven't seen before. Like, there was something exciting about that, but I still get that fun. When you see it on, like, the the On the map, and you're like, oh my gosh, I have to run over there real quick. Yeah. And that, like, Abra disappears, and you're like, darn it. I mean, things still appear at random, right? Like, then you just have to, like, either chase it down or it chases you down. So there's still, it still has that, like, uh, there are random encounters, but you can just run away from them. Yeah. And I, I guess those are, like, the two big, like, quality of life improvements that I've really been enjoying mm-hmm. in Let's Go. Um, and, and you find that having, like, the trainer battles in there is enough of, like, the actual combat mechanics to, like, keep you satisfied? It's plenty for me. Yeah. It's, uh, because Let's Go is basically, it, it is exactly what you expect from a Pokemon game, but it's in HD. So, you know, one of the things that we talked about in our review of Sun and Moon is that when you're in, like, the overworld or, like, a town walking around, people are just standing around blankly. You know, you'll walk into a room Mm -hmm. and people are just, like, arms at their side, staring at the wall, standing next to the television. Right. Until you go up in an encounter with them. Even your character, uh, when something big and dramatic is happening, is just sort of staring there with his giant Pokemon anime eyes. And, like, is not very expressive or emotive. Um, and I think that that is, that's still present here, right? Oh, yeah. That's exactly how the overworld in Let's Go uh, acts. 
But one thing that it does so much better is that all of the Pokemon or are adorable. Yeah, let's talk about that a little bit. So you you mentioned that you are very uh, attached to your Eevee. Um, she's cute. Mm-hmm. Um, and every now and then you can play with the Eevee where you just like go in and pet her and like poke her tail. Yeah, like, and like occasionally what, what she'll want to play with like, her. I mean, that's basically it. Okay. Like, uh, it, again, it's very similar to the mechanic that was in Sun and Moon yeah. where you can pet them and um, they're like, Maybe they don't want to get pet on their ears. And so you have to pet them in places where they want to be pet. Uh, does it... So you can only do that with your partner Pokemon, right? Right. Okay. Um, and in Sun and Moon, it was anything. Yeah. Yes. Uh, do you find that it is uh, like more engaging to have it limited to just the one Pokemon? Or um, do you sort of miss... Like, Do you wish you could play with your Squirtle? No, because I feel like one thing that the Let's Go games do really well is you feel a bond with your like starter yeah in a way that you don't necessarily do in any of the other pokemon games because like in sun and moon you know you have a starter but you know right you 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 can rotate them out they, they are treated equally as any other pokemon where uh in let's go eevee it's like this Eevee is yours for the entire game. Like, they are going to be with you. They are your main Pokemon. They're going to be riding on your shoulder. Right. Adorable. You know, like, they're they're very cute. You can accessorize them, right? You have the ability, to, like, throughout the game, you get costume pieces, and you can dress yourself up, and you can dress, dress them up. Like, the connection between you and your Pokemon is uh, so much more fulfilling, Sure. In this I mean, game? I, I the little bit that you know we played over the weekend, um, you know there are times when it's like, oh, Evie is really interested in what's happening over here at the front of the ship, and you know Mark was about to leave the front of the ship, and I was like, hey, your Evie wants to know what's going on over there, um, and like you go and you know nothing really happens, but like she sees the front of the ship and she likes it, um, and there is something very satisfying about that that you are like that you are doing simple tasks within the world just to make the Pokemon happy um, is very, like, cute and, and, and appealing to me. Yeah, I also think there's a lot that was gained by going back to, like, the original 151 plus Melton plus some of, like, the Alolan um, variations. Yeah. Uh, because they are able to animate each Pokemon uh, like their overworld animation, like when they're following behind you and when they're walking and all that kind of stuff, like they're able to give that a level of detail that I don't know they would be able to pull off if when you were oh, if there's doing like it like 800. Yeah, so I guess that that's something uh worth noting if people haven't been you know spending the the weekend playing this game. That uh, in addition to your partner Pokemon, which rides on either your head or your shoulder depending on which one it is, um, you can set another Pokemon, you can let them out of their ball, which just means that they sort of like travel around with you. And depending on what Pokemon it is, um, it has like a completely separate like animation or like way of interacting with how you're moving around the map. So like Mark has the uh, the Pokemon ball controller. Um, and so he got a Mew. And when you have a Mew, it flies out in front of you. Um, and when you have, you know, something else, uh, like the, you had a Charmander that was like walking behind you, 
Uh, and then sometimes you would get the onyx, which is an enormous stone snake, and you just ride it. Um, and it's just it's neat that there is that there are like enough different ways that a Pokemon can travel with you. Um, I mean, just uh, I know that's only three examples right there, and there's that's I can't really think of what else the the other things would be. But it's neat to see just these various ways that a Pokemon can be by your side, basically. I guess in general, or yeah, just in general, the reason why I'm really enjoying this game is that I just find it very like pleasant. Yeah, to play. Um, I like, I like the music. I think it's uh, it's just the Pokemon music you're probably already familiar with, but having it not come out of like the tiny. 3DS speakers. Oh, okay. That's fine. (laughs) I was going to say, don't you dare besmirch the speakers on the original Game Boy. (laughs) No, they were a strong, proud speaker. That's right. You could run over those speakers with a bulldozer. (laughs) They would be fine. Don't you dare sully the horrible crackling sounds that that thing made. So, uh, you know, I think you're, it's very true that your mileage may vary with this game. If you are someone who is, I guess, like a really hardcore Pokemon player, I don't... It's hard for me to speak to that because that's not who I am. Sure. Well, I mean, the the little bit that we spent playing it uh, this weekend kind of confirmed to me that I made the right choice in not getting this game. Um, I don't have particular nostalgia for Pokemon Yellow. And when I say I don't have particular nostalgia, I mean I've never played it. <laughs> um, I've played uh, Blue and... Um, but, you know, that was many, many years ago. I uh, picked it up when it was on the 3DS um, eShop, uh, just sort of as a trip down memory lane. But, like, I don't, uh, like, the the nostalgia shot doesn't really do anything for me at this point. Um, and especially because I feel like we've seen uh, the original 151 in a bunch of different contexts. Like, that's what Pokemon Go was when it started. Like I said, the re-release on, on 3DS. Like, for me, that has been that need has been filled. But again, I'm not the biggest Pokemon guy. Um, It's clear that there's not really, at least to the point that you are in this game, any real challenge. Am I right on that? Yeah, I I haven't, I haven't seen it at all. Like I, there has never been a time where I was worried I wasn't going to be able to just completely rock a battle. Yeah, yeah. That you're just even going into like the trainers and gyms and stuff. Yeah, and I haven't been optimizing my like team at all. Right, right. I just rock just with whoever with I want to. There. Yeah, <laughs> just just hope for the best. Mm-hmm. Um, so we did get to play a little bit uh co-op this weekend, which uh you know is just me sort of hopping in on uh, Mark's game and controlling a second Pokemon in every fight, which yeah does make it twice as easy to win every fight. Right. Yeah. Um. So, uh, how, how did you, how, how did the co-op experience change, like, what you were doing with the game? Or, like, how was it different playing it with me versus playing it by yourself? It really wasn't that different. Like, yeah. battles were faster because you were helping um, me defeat the enemy Pokemon. Also looking up tar- type <laughs> charts. Also looking up out. type charts. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. I guess I, after a while, stopped, like, going into well no that wasn't i was gonna say you stopped going into every single room to see what was in there but i did that anyways no you said like i'll spare us going into all these rooms and i said okay and then you were like i'm just gonna go i gotta i gotta see what's in there maybe there's somebody who wants to buy something from or i want to buy something from or 
It was ne- that was never the case. It never happened. <laughs> it, it was no, it it did not happen. Um, um no, no, no. It was like functionally not really that different at all. Yeah. It, um. The uh, the the one thing that uh was strange to me and seemed like a little bit of a pain point, um, but maybe didn't bother you as much as it was bothering me, um, that the game it will allow uh, a second player to drop in at at any time. All you gotta do is pick up another controller. And as long as it's synced and you just shake it and then you're there, it spawns you in there. Um, but for any like cutscene, and you know, cutscene I'm using like generously, anytime uh the game like takes over for more than one dialogue box, um, the game is very specifically prepared to animate one trainer and one trainer only. So if Mark starts to talk to someone that's gonna be like a little bit of a conversation, my trainer like disappears in a puff of like blue, like a pillar of blue light. And then, like, the conversation happens, and then there's, like, an extra half a second when my trainer respawns. This same spawn, uh, despawn, respawn happens anytime you enter a room. Yeah, it can't handle two... It can't account for it. Two trainers walking into a room. It's very strange. Um, and so at some point, you know, early in this process, when I realized as Mark is going into every single room <laughs> to see what's going on, uh, that I was like, oh, I'm just going to, I'm just going to bail on this right now. So we don't have to keep seeing that, that tiny little animation over and over again. Yeah. The like, uh, way we finally settled on doing it, where basically I would run around in the overworld then you would join in for like a battle. Right. Well, was also it, the most ideal. Yeah. And it doesn't make any sense. <coughs> excuse me. It doesn't make any sense for me to be uh, there anyway. Cause I, when you're running around a town, because I can't talk to anyone, I can't search anything. I can't interact in any way. All I can really do is run. Um, and if you're catching wild Pokemon again, all I can do is be there. Right. I can't also throw balls. No, you can can I? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, then I didn't also throw balls. <laughs> um, how how are you finding the uh the ball the the Pokemon ball? Okay, so control? yeah, so I got a po- the Pokeball Plus. Um, you get it out of the box. It's very fun to look at, right? The it's tactilely, tactilely, tactilely very satisfying. It has a like nice a grippy texture. like rubber. Yes. Um, but I don't like playing with it. Don't tell me why. Well, it's too small and i i I, i'm an adult but i don't have like especially enormous hands now we've talked about this before we are giant men with giant man (laughs) hands so maybe this thing which was almost certainly created for children (laughs) is a little too small to fit comfortably in our hands yeah um i feel like for me it needed to be like twice as big yeah because i had to like kind of like grip it in a strange way um, almost like I was playing like Guitar Hero or something. Sure, or uh, Guitar Hero World Tour. Is it World Tour the one that you take uh, the 3DS one, or I guess just regular old DS? Oh, and it has like the um, like key accessory that yeah. you put in at the bottom. Yeah, you plugged into the Game Boy Advance uh, slot, um, and it just had three buttons on it, and all three buttons were so close together. And then you're strumming on the on the like touchpad with a special stylus that's shaped like. A pick? Oh, brother. That thing probably sold like 10 billion copies. I bought one. <laughs> it was fun. <laughs> Although the uh, it was so imprecise when strumming it um, that there were some songs that were rendered almost unplayable, <laughs> like Barracuda. It was impossible to do. I can't even imagine trying to strum on the uh, 3DS uh, like 
resistive touch screen. Yeah, yeah, it was it it didn't work. <laughs> but so yes, the that guitar accessory was made for hands smaller than mine, which I feel like are the same hands that uh, this Pokeball Plus was made for. Yeah, exactly. So I had to like I have to like hold it strange, which like cramps my hand after a little bit. And cramping my hand, man. And the um. You are also kind of like just constantly fiddling and shifting with it, which when you go to like toss a Pokeball at a wild Pokemon, it who knows what direction it's facing. Yeah, sure. Um, that being said, it's it is fun to play with in the sense that when you catch a Pokemon, it's very satisfying. You f- like it has a speaker in it. It has little LED light around like the um circle yeah, parts of the ball yeah, yeah i don't know what it's called um and it has hd rumble so when you're trying to catch a pokemon you know and you had there's like the three stages where it's like uh 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 and then click <laughs> yeah you feel that in the hand and then when you catch it the led light like changes to the primary color of the pokemon and it lets out a little sound it, so it it's fun. It's satisfying to play with. If my hand was smaller, have you uh, done the thing where you put a Pokemon in the ball and then walked around with it? I haven't. Um, I've put it into the ball, but then I didn't walk anywhere with it. And then I played again, and so I took it out. Right, right, right. Because you know you want to use that Pokemon. <laughs> yeah. Wh- I- which who who did you put in the ball? Uh, I think I put. I don't know. One of like. Uh, not even one that was in my like starters. Sure, not not even one. Uh, yeah, I don't even know the like bellflower thingy. <laughs> sure, good, good. Uh, does does this game let you nickname Pokemon? Yep. When you, when you get them, okay. Uh huh. Um, mine was originally named my Evie was originally named Cynthia, and then I was walking around with it, and I was like, you know, my Evie's just not a Cynthia, and so I went back to just calling it Evie. I think that's perfect. Yeah. My uh, rival's name is Chicken Feet. Right. Very good. Uh-huh. <laughs> you care to explain that? Uh, no. Okay, good. <laughs> um, yeah, and you had mentioned to me that the rival um, is less uh, less of a rival. Yeah. I mean, uh, r- from the beginning, they're like, he lives next door to you, and you guys are best friends. So that's like your introduction to them. That's fine. Friendly rivals. <laughs> yeah. Uh. All right, so you are enjoying this game, mm-hmm. and you're going to. Do you have any like concept of how far you are into it right so, now? So, uh, what do they call them? Like the final four, or yeah, something? Sure, the elite four. Maybe? Elite four, yeah. Um, I am right to that point. Okay, and so I, I, or what I understand is that the game gets a little more challenging. Um, to defeat them. Uh huh. But I mean, I think I'm going to see it all the way through. That's my plan anyway. And uh, yeah, I don't know. I like I said at the very beginning, it's kind of the perfect Pokemon game for me. Like it's what I want out of a Pokemon game. It, yeah. it, it satisfies me wholly. Uh, so let me ask you this: knowing what, knowing now what this game is, and knowing that we have uh, another generation of Pokemon coming up on the horizon. Are there any things that this game does that you would like to see the, you know, Gen 8 take on in any way or, like, adapt I mean, or use? Well, 
it's tough because after playing Let's Go, I don't know how excited I am for Gen 8. Yeah. Because if it's just going back to what Sun and Moon was, I don't really want that. Okay. I don't want to have to do random battles again. I don't want to have to, uh, like, battle a wild Pokemon in order to capture it. Like, I... There's a better way. And so I, I, I don't... I, it seems like a regression to me. Uh, I wonder if there's a way to sort of meld the two in one game that, like, you can choose if you want random encounters. You can choose, you know, whether you catch Pokemon just by throwing uh, Pokeballs at them or if you like whittling them down. Like, really, what's... Even even if the game becomes, you know, like, big and has the same sort of meta game that all the other Pokemon games have, like, what really is the difference on an, you know, one-to-one uh, capturing the Pokemon in the first place? Like, what, what's really the difference there? Uh, yeah. Is there one? I mean, yeah, I mean, I, 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 I totally agree. And again, Mark and I are not <laughs> Pokemon experts. There's a lot I'm sure, I'm sure that we are missing about, uh, you know, how it is functionally different. But those just seem like good lessons that this game learned. Yeah, I, I agree completely. I mean... I am interested to see what next year's Pokemon game looks like. I'm interested how they handle having 800 Pokemon instead of, you know, like 175. Because I I do think that Pokemon Let's Go in a way has at least set expectations for what these games look like on Switch, like visually. Yeah. So it'll be you, interesting. Do you to think see. that's what we're going to see in, in the next show? I have no, no idea, idea, but you know, like I do have some expectation that if a Pokemon is able is like I've a following Pokemon in Gen 8 that they will be well animated. Yeah. You know, that they will be cute. And uh not that it's impossible, but it just seems vastly more difficult to do when you're dealing with the amount of Pokemon yeah, so that many. like exist in the world at this point. Plus however many more you're adding. Yeah. You know what I would like to see? And it's something that we touched on earlier, the sort of like stoic nature of like all of the human beings in this game. I would like to see a little bit more of a, like the, the world itself does appear to be lived in. Like you can see that people are like, that things are at tables, people have eaten, they're on vacation, whatever. I just like to see them doing something. Yeah. It'd be nice to see them like the overworld. Yeah. Um, fleshed out a little bit. I mean, you say, yeah, you can see people in their home at tables, but like everybody lives in a basically one bedroom or like a studio, studio apartment, yeah. a studio house. <laughs> and you know, like your sister is there, but she's sitting on a chair in the corner. Right. It's like, where do people exist in the world of Pokemon? And I total like, I don't actually care. You know, like, I don't need the answers to these questions. Right, but, right, right, it, but, but I would just like to see the world in general. Um, just the world a little in- more like alive yeah a little more alive because it it like when (laughs) there was a a part yesterday where you were just running through or i guess on sunday when you were running through uh, an area that you had already cleared already fought all all the trainers and it's funny to see just a bunch of people standing there not doing anything just like a line they're just husks yeah they're just scarecrows that you have (laughs) you've exercised their souls and they will never challenge you again and that's it um, and that's, you know, a lot easier to forgive when these are sprites on a Game Boy screen and even kind of makes sense on a Game Boy Advance screen. But as we get like bigger and more like realized characters, it it's weird, straight weird to see them just kind of standing there doing nothing. But, you know, and I, I, I do feel like it's a balance because uh, I, 
I personally don't need Pokemon to like radically transform. Yeah. You know, I don't need a I mean surprise me, maybe I do need a Breath of the Wild esque Pokemon transformation. But I feel like Pokemon is a very specific thing and both Pokemon and Dragon Quest. Yeah. Uh travel in nostalgia. Yes. Right? Like but what I think Pokemon has done really well that Dragon Quest has like Dragon Quest fan base just continues to get older and older and it's not getting like a ton of new fans whereas Pokemon does has done a very good job of continually um growing the fan base by bringing in new players it, while like retaining people yeah. who have been playing for like a really long time and I because I feel like Pokemon does a good job of remembering that like every Pokemon game is somebody's first Pokemon game just like a comic book exactly and so like the post game is usually where um hardcore Pokemon players like find what they are looking for yeah and in like the like, meta the game, meta game yeah. and all that kind of stuff um and I feel like that's something you could do in Gen 8 is uh have like a strong post game that I don't know if you know Pokemon if this Let's one Go actually has. does. Yeah. Well, and this does does not have um it's not compatible with Pokemon Bank, correct? Right, not p- compatible with Pokemon Bank. You can transfer Pokemon from Pokemon Go to Pokemon Let's Go, but you're transferring the Pokemon type like when you transfer it, its stats are reset. You doesn't even carry like the same nickname. Oh, and okay. you're not able, as far as I know, to transfer from Let's Go to Go. So it's like a one-way transfer. Yeah, that you can just add characters to this thing. Mm-hmm. Um, who's your favorite Pokemon that you have right now? Don't say the Eevee. Oh, don't say the Eevee? Don't say the Eevee. That's um, the easy one. We were saying before, obviously, you love it. I like that. I, I think the Onyx is really funny. Yeah. Because I think it's really funny to... Uh, they represent the Pokemon in scale. Oh, yeah. W- so it's a hilarious when you and I were battling, or we, you and I were doing co-op, and I would have the Eevee, you would be using the Onyx, and somebody else would, you know, like, I, I don't know, have a, a, a Pikachu or yeah, something. Yeah, like a Pikachu or something. And so the camera has to zoom way back to get everybody into the frame. Yeah, because again, the Onyx is like a 25-foot tall stone snake, and like an Eevee is maybe like 18 inches tall. How, how tall is an Eevee? Very small. <laughs> Very small. So it's funny to to me uh, to watch like the game deal with that, Yeah, uh, balancing the scale back and forth. Um, any, any bummers that you're encountering in this game so far? No, again, like I'm having, I think my expectations were right. Yeah, right in the right, right where you needed them. Right in the zone for this sort of game. Like, um, it's an HD Pokemon game featuring the Pokemon that I'm the most familiar with. And, uh, I'm just enjoying it a lot. Uh, so you've said what you have said. We know how I feel about uh, this game in the abstract. Do you think I am making a mistake in not playing this game? No. Perfect. All right, Mark. <laughs> let's close out our review of Pokemon Let's Go Eevee. I think I should have more conversations with people where I just say, do you think I'm making a mistake? <laughs> I think it would add a lot of clarity to my life. Well, I mean, it depends on who you're talking to. It's true. It could complicate things. <laughs> Um, obviously we, you know how, uh, Mark and myself feel about this game, but we would love to hear 
everyone else's experiences with Pokemon Let's Go, Eevee, or Pikachu. I would be happy to hear about people's experience with that game as well. Um, I have seen a lot of people playing it uh, on online, uh, which we've been able to do because people make us their friends on Switch. You can do that by going into the episode description here and adding us on Switch. Um, but so here's how I find out how you're feeling about this game. You email us at Nintendo Cartridge Society at gmail.com. Um, would really like to know what everyone's experience is here. Like, are you to the end game now? Is it sufficiently challenging when, when you're there? Uh, really just everything. Want to know. And what do you want from, uh, uh, from Generation 8? It's coming out in a year, right? Sometime next year, we think. Yeah, so, so they've told us. Mm, very, it's exciting times, Mark. All right, uh, that's going to do it for this episode of Nintendo Cartridge Society. And happy Thanksgiving. You can stop ignoring your family now. That's take, right. Take off your headphones. Listen to the actual meal preparation sounds. I mean, actually, maybe you were doing the meal preparation. That's a great point. I think uh, listening to a podcast is a great way to distract yourself while uh, chopping vegetables. But be careful. Don't chop your fingers while you do it. Not on, yeah, I mean, I would, I would hate to think that we were responsible for that. We might be directly responsible for that. Uh, please rate, review, subscribe on Apple Podcasts. That sort of thing helps us out tremendously. We would be thankful for that. Um, or you could share the episode on Twitter or Facebook or wherever you share things, uh, perhaps around the Thanksgiving table. That'll be the last Thanksgiving reference <laughs> as I close out the show here. Follow us on Twitter. I'm at Patrick underscore Ellers. Mark is at MKE Mitchell. And the show is at Nincart Society. And we're also on Facebook. Olivia Duncan made our logo. Our theme music is provided by Apeit Betty. You can get more of his music by going to apeitbetty.com or by listening right now. For my co-host, Mark Mitchell, this is Patrick Ellers saying, eat some stuffing. There was one more Thanksgiving reference in there. And thanks for listening.